humans. Welcome to Get In, We're Going Healing. My name is Tova, and I'm just here to share stuff with you that I learn along my, my path, my healing path, in hopes that maybe it will help you as you work down your healing path. I do that through a medium of lots of different things. Sometimes they're talks, sometimes they're crafts, sometimes they're tarot readings. They're all ways to connect deeper with yourself. <clears throat> Excuse me. So today, the topic I would like to cover is twin flames. And this is a hot button topic for many, um, for lots of in-depth reasons. But uh, what I want to do today is share with you about my twin flame journey. I am on a twin flame journey. I identify as the divine feminine and I am on this journey. And I want to talk to you about what a twin flame is and why it can be significant in your healing path. So <clears throat> the first thing I would like to clear up is that twin flames and soulmates are not the same thing. A soulmate is someone whose soul connects with yours and who is meant to be in this lifetime with you, walking the path of your life with you. They may come, they may go, they are here like a friend from another life that showed up in this life to come hang out with you and to be with you during this incarnation. So it could be someone who's a friend, it could be a sibling, it could even be romantic partners. There are also things called karmic relationships. And those are ones that are meant to teach you lessons. People who come into your life to create situations in which you are going to grow if you engage in that situation. Just as I'm saying that I'm hearing my neighbor is uh, mowing their lawn outside, so I apologize if you can hear that. Um, and then we have twin flames. And a twin flame, in my experience, is kind of like both of those things. They are... Okay, so the basics of a twin flame is that your twin flame's soul was created at the same moment your soul was created. You have the same core soul frequency. And that core soul frequency, what that means is you were created at the same time. You're like two halves of a whole, but you're your own whole, embodying your own things, but you were kind of, think like a twin, like a twin twin. I am also a twin. I am an identical twin. My sister is 10 minutes older than me. And it is one egg that divides into two to become two separate whole beings. But they began as one. Twin flame is kind of the same thing. You were one soul that then divides into two separate people. The one that, that identifies as the divine feminine. And the one that, that identifies as the divine masculine. But you started as the one and became the two. I hope that makes sense. <clears throat> so your twin flame is meant to also be a karmic relationship, depending on where you are on your healing path. If you're at the very beginning of your healing path, your twin flame may be someone who is on the outsets appears to be unhealthy for you. Okay, let me let me explain how this kind of plays out in my twin flame relationship. So when I met my twin flame, 
everything was just as you would expect with someone whose soul you recognize it was instant attraction it was instant connection it was instant instant and it was i as if i i felt like i'd known him for my whole life like he was a friend that i'd had since we were children even though we met when i was 27 26 27 almost 27 so we met when i was 27 and I'd never known him before. I'd never met him before. I'd never seen him before. I'd never had connections with him before until then. But I felt like I'd known him forever. So that's something that happens a lot with soulmates. You'll even find that I've had friends where I've met them and felt like I, I knew them, even though I just met them, because they were souls that were meant to be in this life with me, doing this stuff with me. But there weren't meant to be romantic relationships. So our, it was beautiful, it was wonderful, it was connection, it was intense, it was absolute amazing. And then we fell into life. So there's the other part of a twin flame connection. Your twin flame is meant to create situations that you need to heal through. Now, I'm not meaning they, well, yes, they kind of do. They do implement situations, but it's not something to do intentionally is that they have a similar wounding to your wounding. So they, if you carry an abandonment wound, there's a pretty strong likelihood your twin flame, if you're both in an unhealed state, you both will carry an abandonment wound. You both will carry self-worth issues. You both will carry issues with self-love. You both will carry issues with trust. You will each carry that and while you strive to be seen, heard, valued, validated, all that stuff, they're going to create situations where you will not feel seen, heard, validated, and all that stuff. Because you are being put in that situation to work through it. Particularly if you have a childhood where you have wounding you gained from childhood but were powerless in your childhood to do anything about the situation. Obviously you can't make your parents do the things you need. And if they're not the type of parents where they're able to meet your emotional needs and your um, mental needs as well as just your physical needs, which is a situation that was the place for myself and for my twin flame we also grew, we both grew up in homes where our parents could not support our emotional needs and could not provide the love and connection that we really needed and wanted from our parents we both carried that so we both really want that we're striving to get that however neither of us knows how to do that so that means in those type of situations, you each have to grow through and find those things in yourself. You need to heal those wounds in yourself. So your twin flame will instigate situations for you to do that work. Now, before you're even aware of that work, it's basically just going to be triggering. And from those on the outside looking in, it's going to look toxic and possibly even abusive. And now, is it toxic? Yes, 
Yes. Part of a twin flame connection, if you're both coming into the connection unhealed, part of the connection is that you will look toxic as you trigger each other, as you set off the wounds and poke at each other's wounds. It will look toxic. Is it truly? I can't be the judge of your relationships. I can only be the judge of my relationship. And there's always a feeling underneath that this is not the real person. This is not my divine masculine. So let's take a break for a second and talk about divine masculine and divine feminine. So in Twin Flames, there are two counterparts. There is a divine masculine and a divine feminine. Now that does not mean gender. I'm not referring to masculine as man or um, feminine as woman. I am defining that as energies. So let's talk about that for a second. Feminine energies are for divine feminines. It's for the upper chakras. So when we talk about the chakra systems, again, sorry, my neighbors decided this is the moment they're going to cut their lawn. When we talk about chakra systems, as we talked about in our chakra episode, going back to, I believe, season one, I'll link that in the description box. When we talk about chakras, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven chakras, eight chakras technically, but seven is the ones that we really go about. So they're the, the root chakra, which is the place of security, um, fight or flight. That's if you had a difficult childhood where you did not feel secure, where you did not feel safe, you will have wounding in your, and probably blockages in your root chakra. The next one up is our sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is a chakra responsible for intimacy, creativity, um, and like just being able to connect with others and be able to connect deeper with yourself, self-intimacy, external intimacy. So if you have, if you grew up in a childhood where you did, where you experienced emotional neglect, you, there's a pretty good strong chance you have blockage and wounding in your sacral chakra because that is a place of intimacy. You may even find you get stomach pain, you have stomach issues or um, lower back issues in that area. If you have sacral blockages, it'll manifest physically. Uh, Tracy shared a bit about that in our chakra episode. If you haven't heard it, go check that out. You may enjoy it. Next one up, we go into our solar plexus chakra. In the martial arts system, they call that the Dantian, the seat of power. That is your self-confidence. That is your ability to speak, your, to be yourself, your place of authenticity, yourself, self. In martial arts, it's the Dan, uh, particularly Chinese martial arts, it's the Dan Tian. It's the Qi, the space of Qi, where your Qi originates from. Your sense of self, your self-power, that is your sacral sh- or your um, solar plexus chakra. <clears throat> Next up, we go to our heart chakra. And no surprising, heart chakra is love, but also forgiveness and connection in that way. Our ability to love ourselves and our ability to love other people. Next one up, we go to throat chakra. The throat chakra encompasses being able to communicate, being able to speak your truth, be able to speak your words, being able to be honest, to speak, speak, speak. Next one up, we are communicate in any way. That's 
hands included in the throat chakra because speaking with your hands is obviously something a lot of people do, myself included. So then we move up to our third eye chakra, which is the place of intuition, our connection with our inner knowing, our connection where we just know, we know something. That is our third eye, our connection to the spiritual realm. And then we have at the very top our crown chakra at the top of our head. And our crown chakra is our place where we connect to the divine, where we connect to divinity, to the universe, to God, whatever you want to call it. That is our place of spirituality. That is our connection spot to the big wide world of energies and cosmos. So those are our chakra systems. The divine feminine encompasses the upper three chakras. So being the crown chakra, connection to spirituality and divinity, the third eye, the place of intuition and knowing, the throat chakra, the place of speaking truth and speaking, being authentic, honest through our words and expressions. So upper three, then we meet at the heart is in the center. And then the lower three are governed by the divine masculine. So the place of security in the root chakra, the place of... Um, the place of intimacy in the sacral chakra and the place of self-power in the solar plexus chakra. Now I hear some people already saying, what do you mean the divine masculine encompasses the chakra system for intimacy? My divine masculine doesn't do intimacy. This is true. And this is the point of the healing of twin flames because Many of us, divine feminines, are often trying to live from the bottom three, but we are that's not our seat of power. Our seat of power is the upper three, not the lower three. So when we go into the lower three where we have blockages and wounding, if we have not developed our space of self-worth, our space of intimacy, and our space of stability, if we have not worked through those and built any stability in there, any strength in there, they're just going to be weak. Hence why so many feminines have difficulty with self-worth and like to spread that around like hot sauce and put it on everything and share that around. Mothers do it to their daughters and that wounding passes down. So that self-worth passes down because though that is not an area that has been developed. In order to develop those, you have to first strengthen your home chakras. So for the divine feminine, you have to strengthen your play, your connection to divinity and spirituality, your inner knowing, and your ability to speak the truth. And it's all going to start from the place of the heart, because again, the heart is in the center. So for the divine feminine to grow in her own space before she moves into the lower chakras and works on developing them, it's going to have to begin from the heart. So in order to begin our healing process, we need to develop self-love. So how do twin flames push each other? Because that's what they do. Create situations that push you to work on an area that's not so good for you. An area of weakness for you. So how do they push each other? Well, they first create situations where there is isolation and loneliness. Why? Because if you are connected with your twin... If you are in the 3D, now when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about you are already in a relationship with your twin flame. I am not talking about if you have not yet met your twin flame, though there is 
creating scenarios energetically between each other to push each other to heal. It's not the same thing as being 3D connected while the other person is pushing and creating scenarios that you need to heal through. This is specifically aimed at those who are connected to their twin flame in this existence, in this world you're living in right now. You are in a relationship with your twin flame. So your twin flame is going to push you. Now this is true of all relationships because we grow our best in relationships. Might not always seem that way when we're in conflict with our partner in our relationships, but we grow through the conflict. Through conflict, we are able to learn new skills. Either that or we repeat old patterns. Enter twin flame. Twin flames push each other into those patterns. The purpose of pushing each other into those patterns is so that you begin to recognize the pattern and make change and not still repeat that pattern. Generally speaking, the divine feminine tends to wake up first and see the patterns first and start to try to make change first. The divine masculine tends to follow behind. Now, the divine feminine's energy is supposed to be, being that it is the upper three chakra systems, the divine feminine's position, feminine energy is meant to be on the receiving side. We talked about that in our balance episode about creating balance in your life and talking about divine feminine, divine masculine energies in general. Divine feminine energy is receiving. It's taking in and then giving back out. But it begins with the taking in. So many divine feminines in this world have been pushed to have to embody the elements of the lower three chakras, particularly having to create stability for their families through financial means, which is something that happens within the root chakra and the lower chakra, and worry about money and all those things, those things have pushed divine feminines away from their space of intuition and their space of awareness of the divine and trust in the divine and trust in that things will just happen. (coughs) They're being pushed instead to worry about where the money is going to come from. I have to do, 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 because masculine energy is doing energy. It's not, it should not be pushing energy, even though that seems to be a way that people go with it. Divine masculine energy is meant to be creating through doing energy, making, making things and make, doing physical things, lower three chakras. Divine feminines are meant to be in a space of love and spirituality and connectivity. Again, we are not talking about specific genders. I am not talking about gender roles, though there is a component of gender roles if you look at it, particularly if you're in a heteronormative relationship. However, this is not specifically talking about genders. This is energies between feminine energy and masculine energy, the yin and the yang. The yin energy is the receiving, slow, gentle energy. The yang energy is the doing, pushing energy. You see the same thing in yoga. I am a, an avid practitioner of yoga. And there's a, I'll link the yoga episode down too with Coco where we talk a bit about this. There is yin yoga, which is all long, deep, extended stretches 
where you're not so much doing as you're allowing and receiving through the energy of the muscle stretching slow and deep. You're just allowing the muscle to stretch. Then there's yang yoga, which is more of your movement, your vinyasas, your your very other ones where it's all about moving and doing and extending and straightening and tightening and strengthening. That's all yang. Masculine energy, feminine energy, divine masculine, divine feminine. Divine feminines need to work on building strength here first in the receiving, allowing, connecting, allowing the yin energy. We meet at the heart, the heart space of connection and love. We meet at the heart. Then we begin to move down into the lower chakras and begin development of the lower chakras. Now, we talked about this. We just mentioned this, the lower chakras. The next one down from the heart, from the, as the divine feminine is working through to go down and heal. Once we go through here and we get to the heart, then we work on our way down. The next one down we're going to, re to re receive, the next one down we're going to encounter is going to be our solar plexus chakra. And again, that's the place of self-confidence. That's the place of worthiness. So for many, many, many divine feminines, this is an area that has huge blockages and huge underdevelopment. Our ability to know what our value and our worth is and to be confident in ourselves, to be confident in who we are without trying to make ourselves into something else more palatable for others. This is the place of our authenticity. And when we begin to open our heart space, we can move down into our place of authenticity and our place of confidence. As we begin to embody our confidence, we're able to move down into our sacral chakra, into our place of intimacy and creativity. If you want to be a creative person and you feel that you aren't, there's a good chance you may have a blockage in your sacral chakra because that is a place of creativity. That's where our big ideas come from. That's where our our big connections and our, our I just make things comes from. But if it's blocked, we might get a little bit of stuff from that, but we're not going to get all of the big flow that we get also included with our intimacy with ourselves and with other people. This is a place that we can work on with our self-care. This is a place we can work on with our journaling. This is a place we can work on with our mirror talk and our um, our little figurines that we can make of ourselves. Uh, that's in our self-love episode of our activity. I'll link that as well. As we begin to come into that space of intimacy and healthy intimacy, we can move into our space of stability, into our root chakra. And that's where the 3D is going to come to us because we've opened that up and we already know since we're very strong in our intuition and connection with divinity that we don't need to push for energies to come to us we just need to allow the energies to come to us and create the stability through now divine masculines are going to go the other way they have to also meet at the heart space they have to work on their sense of stability and feeling Stable. Now, when I'm talking about that, I'm saying they're feeling instable. They're feeling insecure. They're feeling instable. For them to start moving through the upper 
chakras, they have to start with clearing out and strengthening the lower ones, just as divine feminines needed to strengthen out and clear out and strengthen the upper ones and our connection to our inner knowing, our intuition and our divinity. So too do the males need to start, the masculines need to start from the lower. They need to start from their place of their insecurities and it needs to be addressing their insecurities, but they're going to start from the heart. So just as the divine feminines to clear out going up and to clear out all of that, we needed to strengthen our heart. Divine masculines also need to strengthen their heart as the energy moves down. So in order for them to have that, they need to begin that process of self-love by addressing the insecurities that they're feeling that cause them to feel unstable. That instability is blockage in the root chakra. So beginning to work on how to feel more secure, how to feel more stable, working through the lower root chakra. We can do another episode on specifically working through the chakras. I'm not really going to get too far into it in this episode, but we'll do another one in the future going a little more heavy into the individual chakras and what you might notice if you've got blockages. So we move up uh, from that We've got divine masculines who cannot connect to their intimacy, who cannot do physical intimacy, emotional intimacy. And I'm not talking about sex because sex, while it is governed in those areas, in the more genital area, that is not intimacy. It can be. There can definitely be elements of emotional intimacy with the physical intimacy. But sex in and of itself does not encompass intimacy that is an element that is it's almost like skipping the intimacy because yes there's great especially with twin flames the attraction is intense the sexual attraction is intense there is a huge draw and it will be a very sexual dynamic but that's not the only elements to intimacy being able to share your inner self with another person is intimacy. The ability to let your walls down and let someone else see the real you behind the walls, behind the masks, behind all the stuff, that is intimacy. Very many people struggle with the walls. I am one of those. I have been working on letting down my walls. I built up walls because I had traumatic events that happened to me. And I said, I will not let other people hurt me this way. And I've built up those walls with my twin flame as we work through triggering each other out into situations to heal through. I have been triggered in ways that caused harm, that hurt me. And I wasn't yet in a place where I could work through them yet. I did not have that space yet. So it just triggered the wounds that already existed and caused pain, more pain. Individual, which is not even necessarily my twin flame's fault because again, the purpose of twin flames is to mirror back to you your wounds. And so that you can see the wounds and begin to heal the wounds. And there are many ways that that happens, but that is the general purpose of Twin Flames. It's that karmic relationship. It's growing through something. It's healing through something. They're going to bring you your situations that you need to heal through and mirror those to you 
and they're not you're not each going to have the exact same mirrored events so the masculine has to work through those those intimacy things and his self-worth and self-confidence now mass divine masculines tend to already embody more of that self-confidence naturally just because they encompass the lower ones just as feminines tend to be to encompass more of that throat chakra naturally because the first one off of the heart because that's just the divine feminine energy and the divine masculine energy goes the first one down self-confidence but the problem is that self-confidence is not rooted in true self-confidence it's rooted in accolades praise this is usually someone who feels the need to strive to get awards and accolades that they say do not give them value and worth but it does build their self-confidence and that's great but the other chakras are not being worked through that ability to have intimacy and intimate connection with another person to be seen and to see but to allow others to genuinely see you is an element of intimacy and if you're not going to allow someone to genuinely see you you're going to find that you have insecurities because somewhere in there is the fear of if they actually see me they might not want me which is that again the self-confidence has been built up but falsely because it has not actually been truly developed and healed in a healthy way so now you've got someone who feels self-confident but cannot do intimacy because they're insecure because they're not truly sure of where their worth is which is the sacral chakra or the solar plexus chakra so the divine masculines need to strengthen and heal through those come to the heart center and then work their way up and as they open up in the heart chakra they're going to open up into being more communicative being more vocal being more showing sharing more of what's happening from the heart and the lower chakras and as that begins to open up then there's going to be some opening up more into the intuitive knowing and then more into the spiritual connection and a more spiritual person above that again the divine feminine already encompasses so the twin flames purpose is to give you these situations not because it's about blame or finger pointing and saying it's your fault you did this to me and i'm upset with you it's more about when you learn to zoom out and see that they brought you a situation that is part of your things that you need to heal and you've been triggered through and you now need to see the situation see what it triggered in you and address that part that got triggered there's your parts work that's also an episode that we did i will link that as well you can see how we've built the first two seasons uh, of this show on building these understandings of self-worth self-forgiveness forgiveness for others surrender ego stories um, all these different elements feeling your feelings all of these different things that we've already talked about these are foundational work because when you are triggered you're going to use these things to heal through it when your twin flame triggers you these are the things you're going to go back to these are the tools in your toolbox that you are going to go back to and apply them now to the situation 
So it's not about being upset that your twin flame triggered you. It's about saying, okay, what did they trigger in me? And what still needs to be addressed? This is true for all relationships as well. Anytime someone triggers you, it's not about the person who triggered you. It's about what did they trigger in you? What is it that is coming up for you that needs to be looked at so that you can process it and heal it through? Specifically for the purpose of you don't get better at something if you don't practice. So each of these situations come up as opportunities to practice these skills so that they become second nature. So they become not things that you have to try to do, but just how you do things. And they become normalized for you. So your twin flame is going to trigger these different things in you for you to address, for you to see that honestly you may not have seen before. My twin flame triggers my entire childhood abuse for me. Like complete with name calling, shaming, the whole deal. He triggers off all of my childhood wounding. And when I was a child, I couldn't do anything about any of that. I couldn't set boundaries. Boundaries were unacceptable in my childhood home, so I was unable to set boundaries about how people treated me or spoke to me. But through my twin flame triggering those wounds in me, pushed me to learn to set boundaries, to learn to say this treatment is unacceptable and not to force someone to change because I tried that avenue too, trying to force someone to change. And as we've talked about in previous episodes, that's not the way that you go about it. That's not, that's not the answer. It's not about trying to force change. It's about what are you going to do how are, now that this has been laid out in front of you, what choices are you going to make given the situation you are in? It's not about someone making you do something or you making someone else do something. It's about saying, what am I going to do about it? So it happened. Now what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Not what are they going to do? What am I going to do about it? For me, that meant setting boundaries and then if my boundaries are not respected, withdrawing from the situation, withdrawing from that person. Now, does that, in a real world situation, we would always do that. If we had a friend who treated us poorly and we set a boundary with our friend and said, you can't speak to me this way. It is unacceptable. I will not allow you to speak to me in the way you're speaking to me. And that person, you gave that person time. If they didn't come back to you, then with changed behavior, then you would just say, you know what? I guess we're not friends anymore. With my twin flame, it's, I've had to approach it differently. And now the approach is, okay, well then I withdraw my connection. If you're not going to treat me with kindness, decency, and respect, then I'm not going to spend time with you. And now this has taken me a long time to get to this point because I have codependency issues from my difficult childhood. I have people-pleasing tendencies from my difficult childhood. I have had to work through extreme rage and dysfunctional dysregulation, not being able to regulate my emotions. I've had to work through um, shame and uh, people-pleasing and just absolute shame and um, self-reproach. I've had to work through feelings of 
unworthy, huge feelings of unworthiness, huge, huge, huge feelings of unworthiness. I have had to work through many, many situations that have come up through the treatment of, from my twin flame that mirrored the treatment that happened to me in my childhood. But it was for the purpose of illuminating those wounds so I could begin addressing them and working through them so that they were no longer affecting me. And I know I'm doing that for him. He's not vocal. He hasn't hit that throat chakra yet. So he's not vocal about his experiences. But I can see that some of the behaviors that I was exhibiting were mirroring experiences he had in his childhood. And again, for the same reason it was for me, it was for the purpose of seeing the wounding and working through the wounding. But as the Divine Feminine tends to be aware of this first, uh, my Divine Feminine, my Divine Masculine has not really seen or understood this quite so far, or at least not has been shared with me. So there's still a space of blame, 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 and playing the blame game. This is the point of why these things are triggered. If you're going to blame the other person for the thing that it triggered in you, you're missing the opportunity to work through the, the wounding that has been triggered. It will keep coming up. That is the point of the twin flames. It will keep coming up. A twin flame relationship is meant to excel you to the highest version of yourself, the best, most authentic version of yourself, which means you cannot be the best, most authentic version of yourself if you are carrying that wounding, if you are carrying those things with you that were given to you through your parents. But they were given that from their parents. And then we this is the same thing we talk about with generational wounding, intergenerational wounding, and intergenerational curses, and that sort of thing. It's that it's passed down. And a twin flame relationship is meant to help you see what those are so that you can stop embodying that and you can rise to be your best, best, highest version of yourself without the wounds, without all that stuff, your most healed version. But you have to accept the challenge. You have to accept that your twin flame isn't doing this for the purpose of hurting you. They're doing it because they're pushing you to grow. Now, it may be that in your twin flame journey, your, your growth needs to be setting the boundary to walk away. And that, that, that's what I've been doing is walking away energetically. But you may have to walk away physically. You may have to actually leave the relationship and end it. And in that case, if you have to do that, know that that's part of their healing journey too. That anything that you do to your twin flame is part of what they're supposed to be healing through as well. It's part of what it triggers them intentionally because they're also supposed to heal through it. They're also supposed to learn how to regulate and master their emotions, just like you are supposed to be learning to regulate and master your emotions. All of this is part of a healing journey. Now to those on the outside who are not in the space of that heart center, who do not understand the purpose of working through situations, working through difficulties as they come up because you've been triggered to see them. People who don't 
understand that will tell you that your relationship is abusive. It might be. Now again, I don't know your relationship. I know my relationship. If you truly feel unsafe, you choose you. Always choose you. That is the point of the divine feminine. That is the point of the divine masculine. You choose you. Your self-love is the point. Start from the heart center. You have to connect with self-love. You have to have that self-worthiness. If you are staying in a relationship that is harming you, you are not being loving to yourself. You are not being a good friend to yourself. You are not being a good partner to yourself. You are not being healthy for yourself. Time to go. Put yourself first. You are worthy of being treated with love and respect. You are. We all are. If the way that you are being treated in your relationship does not meet that standard and you have been working with your partner, this is the key. You have to work with your partner. You can't just make declarations and what I like to call mic drop moments. As you walk in, make your demands, mic drop and walk out. That is not working with your partner. That is not communicating. That is making random demands like you are making a, a list of demands for ransom. And you're telling them I will not give you love if you do not need, do these things. That is not that is not communication. That is not working through stuff with your with your twin flame. Your twin flame is meant to push you. And you are meant to learn how to stand in your own power, in your own strength, and say what you're willing to tolerate. Now again, you can't make anybody do anything. All you can do is set down your boundaries and say, this is the line. You may not do things past this line. This is the line of acceptability. Anything beyond that, you may not do. Now, you can't control them. So boundaries are about setting where the line is and then what you will do if the person crosses the line. Not what you will do to them when they cross the line, but what, they, what you will choose to do if they go past that line. So if you say, let's say your boundary is, you may not call me names when you are angry. It's not about saying, if you do, I will do this to you. It's instead saying, I will not allow people to call me names when they are angry. If people choose to call me names when they are angry, I choose to walk away and not engage with them physically or emotionally or energetically. That is a limit that you can set for yourself. It's not changing someone else. It's saying, what are you going to do if your boundary is crossed? If someone treats you in a way that you are not going to accept, what will you do about that when they do that? What, what actions are you going to take when they do that? That is a boundary. I set them with my son regularly. That'll have to be, we're going to make a whole other episode just about boundaries because I know this is an area that so many people have a difficult time with, myself included. So this is an area that I think needs to be a little more talked about. But your twin flame will push your boundary. And that's the point, because they will push you to hold your boundary, to create boundaries if you didn't have them before, and push you to hold that boundary and do and follow through when you, you make that decision of what you're going to do if they push your boundary. 
You need to learn, it's part of learning how to have flexible boundaries as well. Rigid boundaries are no good, no boundaries are no good. You need to have boundaries, but flexible boundaries where given a situation, there might be a little more flex than you would have allowed in a different scenario given the individual situations. Again, boundary episode, we'll talk about that further. Twin flames are all about growing through your healing. The point is that you're healing. Each person is meant, again, you are one soul that divided into two people. The point is that you each heal through to become that one soul again. So that you find that oneness and that deep love, connection, and intimacy that is truly available to twin flames. It is the, the love you see, the, the, the happily ever after. That love that you talk about, that lifetime eternal love where it's just depth and depth of love, that is what a twin flame relationship is capable of when both are in a healed place. But to get to that healed place, first you have to heal. And you're going to push each other until you do heal. Again, I am not talking about abuse. Love yourself enough to walk away if you are being abused. If you are unsafe, truly unsafe, get out. Show yourself enough love kindness and respect for you that you will no longer tolerate someone treating you that way straighten your head straighten your crown step up like a queen we don't let that happen divine feminines do not bow to others divine divine feminines do not allow others to abuse them divine feminines stand in their power because they know who they are that's what happens when you begin to heal through the systems when you know when you get to that solar plexus chakra and you sit in that space of confidence where you know who you are where you know that that crown is crooked straighten it up mm -mm. we don't allow that behavior we don't allow that for people to treat us that way we don't do that so we walk away I hope that I've given you some good information in this episode. Um, I would definitely want to talk more about this stuff. I know I've been away for a long time. Life has been a lot of ups and downs, moving, changing addresses, changing ideas, not really sure what's happening, just healing as the universe throws lessons at me to heal through and patterns to see and heal. And things come and go and up and down. And uh, as we talked about before, that is the road of healing. It goes up, it goes down, and then it goes up, and then it goes down. So I have been in some downs and some ups and some downs, and a lot's been going on. But um, I hope to be making more frequent content about these sort of things now that we've created a, a baseline in our first two seasons. So welcome to season three. I hope you enjoyed it. If you liked my show and you want to keep following up on some more, you can follow my Instagram and Facebook for more inspirational content at Getting We're Going Healing. You can also join my Patreon for um, some exclusive content coming soon um, and early access to a lot of my videos and content. That's uh, d linked down below at patreon.com slash healing. And I always accept tips for my videos if it's something that you found helpful. Uh, that's in the comments or in the linked description box below. 
So until next time, fellow humans, love and light. Luck on your journey.